1: hello hello how are you i'm good how are you
2: what's your life like
1: uh right now it's pretty good yeah what's what's good about it how's your life uh i have a new job that i really like
2: um it says here that you want to talk about shitting in a cup
1: yes (laughs) <laughs> so, I was working for a company. Uh, I won't say their name, but they're a very big company.
2: It says here you worked at Amazon. And
1: I was... <laughs> All right, yeah, that was the company. Uh, I was a delivery driver there uh, in Brooklyn, New York. And I had just finished eating McDonald's. Uh, I was about maybe three or four minutes into my drive out of McDonald's when the bubbly shit sensation came on and I was in an area where there was nowhere to go. I was too far from the McDonald's. Uh, I was in an apartment complex and I had no other option but to take the McDonald's cup And fill it to the brim with hot diarrhea.
2: Why didn't you park and go inside the McDonald's?
1: I was too far from the McDonald's. I I had left. I was maybe four or five minutes away. Uh, I attempted to make a delivery. And then as I was walking to the apartment building, I felt it. And I panicked. I ran back to the truck. And it was either shit in the cup or shit in my pants.
2: Let me ask you a question. And I want you to answer this honestly to your feelings. Sure. Um, You know, there's the whole thing with Amazon about like people are working in the warehouses and like like they have to pee in bottles so bad. And I want to know, is you shitting in a McDonald's cup in your truck? Is that a statement on capitalism or is that is that just you shitting in McDonald's?
1: cop in your truck? Uh, well, all right. So I don't blame McDonald's. I, I, I would say I wouldn't blame McDonald's more than I blame Amazon. I mean, like what,
2: right.
1: What option could they give me as a driver? Now I'm not, I never worked in the warehouse, so I can't vouch for the warehouse people, but in a, in a truck, I, there's no clear cut option. Like I could go to, I could try to be preemptive and poop, before I get in the truck, you know, mm-hmm. or but sometimes it's just do or die, you know.
2: So it's a statement on capitalism, but not on behalf of Amazon. It's on behalf of McDonald's. They're to blame for giving you the diarrhea in the first No,
1: place. well, I don't want to blame McDonald's either because I knew what I was getting into. I mean, I didn't know it was going to come on that quick. But
2: the diarrhea is you know a you don't make it be, you don't make responsibility. Y-
1: yes you don't make the decision to go to mcdonald's and be like this is a healthy life choice you know it was just i was hungry i knew i was going to pay for it at some point i just didn't know it was going to be that quick
2: um okay final question how much of the diet this is another thing i need you to be honest with me about how much of the diarrhea what percentage got into the cup
1: all of it i i it was it was cup to asshole like I didn't there was no room for error there. My whole worry was that I was going to overfill the cup and luckily I didn't, but there was no cleanup. You know, I'm very I'm very good you know with physics, I think.
2: You took a clean 100%er diarrhea shit sure. liquid yeah. into a yep. like what uh, However many inch diameter. It was like a large
1: it was like a large size it was a large McDonald's cup. It was a okay, so one the, like, I, I had clear a big ones. Dr. Pepper. Yeah.
2: And you fit that whole thing in your asshole?
1: No, no, no. It wasn't in my asshole. I didn't like put it in my asshole. I put the cup around my asshole. Like my asshole was like at the center of the cup and it was like I would say airtight to my butt cheeks. There was not really any area for splashage except but, onto but my own butt. But, but, but your butt I...
2: cheeks had to open up for the diarrhea. Yeah,
1: I have a, I have a, I don't have a meaty ass. I have a very flat ass. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's cool. Like Hank Hill almost. It's um, okay. It hurts my back.
2: How did, uh, how did you wipe afterwards?
1: I have like I have tissues in my bag for like my nose and stuff, and I use plenty of those for my butt.
2: Did you put those in the cup when you were done with them?
1: Yeah, all all poop stuff went into the cup, and then it went into the garbage. I had oh, to drive boy. down the block with it.
2: What percentage of the what cup was, was the question? With that. What percentage of the cup was filled with diarrhea?
1: I would say like 90, 90% of the, the cup was full. I was like, I was very scared. that I
2: 90% of the cup?
1: It was a lot of shit.
2: You had a 10% margin of error.
1: Yeah, I was sweating. That's,
2: damn, you really, this is like, you pulled this off.
1: Yeah, I did. Yeah, I, I'm, it's gross, but like I'm very proud of my execution.
2: Did you take a picture of the cup afterwards?
1: I did. Did I wait? Did I send you a picture of the cup? I'm talking about. No, you didn't wife.
2: send it. No, you didn't send it. I don't. It to you, did, did you I do don't
1: think picture? so. I don't think. I don't think I took a picture. I I know. Who, I called is, my wife immediately. It's my wife. In the
2: background. Your wife. You called your, my wife. What did yes. you call your wife
1: for? To tell her that I I took diarrhea and a cup successfully.
2: Can I talk to your wife, like, real quick?
1: <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay. Here, you he want to talk to you.
3: Hello?
2: Hey, what's your name? Uh, my name's Lisa. Lisa, what was your reaction when your husband called you to brag about diarrhea in a McDonald's cup?
3: <laughs> can I can I just preface this with something? Um, I just want you to know that we were actually just at your show in denver and my husband was too afraid to get on the stage and talk to you so i made him call you and tell Uh, you see this
2: would have this would have been great on the stage no because here's the thing if he had actually if he had gone on the stage for this i would have we would have paused the show i would have gotten a cup and i would have made him (laughs) prove that he can do this on stage so it's good that he didn't because he would have had to back that up
3: he probably he probably could have shit on command also. So,
2: <laughs> all right, he's got to come back next year. He probably he would have been to able this. to do it. How did you respond when he called
3: you to brag He'll, about this? Um, I'm not sure uh, if I'm not sure it was a brag. If, if I'm being honest, I think it was. I think he was pretty embarrassed. <laughs> uh, yeah, but was I surprised? You know, that not, wasn't really? what he said
2: to me. That wasn't what he said to me. He didn't say he called you because he was embarrassed. He said he was proud. Did you hear him say that?
3: <laughs> Alright, maybe. Did you say you were proud? I don't know if it was proud of the He's proud me he now. Say? It took him that was probably like a year ago. He said uh he he wasn't proud in the moment, but he's definitely proud now. He should so I think be proud when he called me it was just like it's definitely an accomplishment, I would say. Uh but i I think he... I think he was not proud. <laughs> I don't you're, even um, remember the phone call, but
2: you're your good wife.
3: I am a good wife. Thank you. You're a good gecko.
2: Let me talk to your husband again real quick before we before we go.
3: Okay, Tata. Jack.
2: Yes. Billy, is there anything you want to say to the people at the computer before we go?
1: Uh yeah, uh. yeah, just, you know, keep the cup tight. Don't leave room for error.
2: You have a good life, Billy. Appreciate it.
1: Thank you, guys.
2: I appreciate you very much. Have a good night, man. You too, dude. There's no way he didn't get at least a little bit of diarrhea on the truck a hundred percent he better come back to Denver next year because I'm pulling him up on stage to prove it hey folks this episode is sponsored by funlove.com oh yeah that's right we have finally gotten a coveted sex toy marketplace sponsorship and boy does this place have it all funlove.com is your place to go for vibrators lingerie bdsm bondage stuff if you're into that penis pumps cock rings chastity belts go crazy folks explore new possibilities pleasure zones and find your vibe at funlove.com funlove.com is a leading online retailer of sensual health and wellness products offering a wide array of premier brands of toys lingerie and accessories and for a limited time therapy gecko listeners can save 30% off their first order by entering the code gecko at checkout go to funlove.com and use the code gecko at checkout to save 30% off your first order visit funlove.com today and make a horny purchase what's up how's it going
4: oh it's uh it's going pretty well. I can't complain. Just uh, putting one foot in front of the other.
2: That's uh, that's great. What's what's going on with you?
4: Oh, you know, I'm just um, hanging out after I just had a union meeting not too long ago. So I uh, I'm just chilling, sitting at home, you know, waiting to do this again tomorrow. Um.
2: So. Reese, what is it that you called in to talk about?
4: So I called, uh, I, I was talking about, um, I told the call screener that I wanted to talk about uh, being a caregiver. And yeah. um, I work I work pretty extensively with my union too. So I, uh, yeah, I just kind of wanted to uh, talk about that a little bit. You know, kind of, it's given me a, a different perspective on uh, kind of just on the aging process as a whole, I guess you know
2: who yeah tell me who are you giving care to exactly
4: i'm giving care to like folks who uh, like elderly folk who have like um, like dementia parkinsons um you know like kind of like you know that, that those like later stages of life you know
2: mhm mhm um so it says here and this was the part of this that caught my eye that you deal with a lot of people who are dying.
4: Yeah, I mean, it's just kind of, it kind of, it, I mean, I personally haven't had anyone pass away, but I've, I have, a lot of my coworkers uh, have clients who uh, unfortunately do pass away. Okay. And so, it, um, what kind of uh,
2: perspective has it given you on aging, as you said?
4: Well, you know, I um, you know, I'm only 25, so I'm I'm still just a, a wee lad in, in the grander scheme of things, you know. But I know that I'm not gonna. I'm only as young as I am, you know, right now as we're talking, you know. So um, and and some of the folks that I have, you know, that I have as clients, they're you know they're uh, anywhere between like 60 and like 80s, you know. So it's like by the time, like they, they get to, by the time I give them care. Uh, they're already kind of in their like, and they're kind of on their last legs, so to speak. You know, like, my one client that I have, he's um, he's a he's a very sweet guy, uh, but he's got he's got all he's got a lot going on, and um, he like he like I have to like physically like take him to the restroom sometimes and like pull his his pants on and his his pull-ups down so he can use the bathroom properly and it's like you know like this. this i i never like in my short time on this on this planet i had never thought that there was going to be a time where someone is going to be in the bathroom with me probably helping me do like what once was an essential i mean it's still essential but it's no longer
5: as as, as easy
4: as it used to be and it's going to happen to all of us regardless to Um, I mean, like not the specific like Alzheimer's and all that stuff, but like
2: you know, you you have an interesting experience where the idea of yourself as uh, uh, an old person who is limited in mobility and needs help taking a shit is so mm -hmm. so far, it's so far away from you. As a 25-year-old, and yet, as for what you do, you have the unique experience of it's, like, not far away from you. It's right in front of you. You're seeing it, so you're reminded that that's your fucking fate.
4: Yeah, and, like, you know, and I I look at my clients all the time. I I can't help but see myself in their position one day, you know, because it's, like, right now I'm still healthy and able, you know, like, you know, certain asterisks aside, you know. Uh, but like there, it, it's just it's just it kind of like right now like, you know like when I was younger you know like I kind of felt like I was more made of rubber and like I can do more things and um you know like if I like hurt myself for example that like I can just get up and go right away but like as you like as your body like ages and you know it, it's just it's a very it's a very hard thing like I I don't I don't want to get too graphic or nothing but I had a um I had a client who had a catheter put in, like a Foley catheter, and um, and that's the one that like goes that goes up your urethra, and uh, he like he like he he doesn't understand what he doesn't he, he barely even remembers what he had for breakfast that day, let alone mm. what the Foley catheter is gonna do. Mm. So like we and he's hard of hearing too, so we have to like explain a couple. It's it's kind of like talking to like a kind of like a 10-year-old, you know, like, you don't have to talk to them like they're children. You don't have to condescend to them, but like, you kind of have to, like, more or less get on their level, you know, and, um, and I, and he didn't understand what was going on. So like, as, as the nurse is there doing her thing, I'm, I'm holding his hand and, and he's like, you know, when he winces, I'm squeezing his hand and, you know, it's a very, like, a very intimate thing for us to be doing.
2: right. Right. I mean, this guy's getting a tube stuck in his penis, and he doesn't even really know.
4: No, no. That's he he, he 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 thinks yeah. He thinks that there's a problem with the plumbing. That's but, brutal. and the, and, the, and the worst part of it it really is is um he he doesn't know that it's not supposed to come out, so he he wants to keep tugging on it. And it's it's not and like yeah, and it's not yeah, it's not the best. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I haven't had a catheter put in lately, but I don't imagine it like being t- like in today too. He was just he was very like he kind of was just uncomfortable and he was hurting something fierce today. And you know, and the Asian experience isn't like that for everybody, but it's it really, like it, like truly it's it's truly something it, it, like ex- like mind opening to you know see like you know kind of because the reason why I became a caregiver to begin with is because I wanted to become a mortician and um, I wanted to kind of work with folks on this side of it before I go on the other side of it and so yeah, I wanted to yeah. kind of see kind of wanted to see what they were going through and I can and like, historically speaking the job that I work uh, um, it, it's been kind of as like you know babysitting and it doesn't have really a whole lot of the respect that it deserves you know a lot of folks think we're uh just babysitters and that's far far not the case like i um i i i just my my union sent me down to georgia not too long ago and uh the, the minimum wage for a healthcare worker like me was only 5.15 an hour
2: five dollars and 15 cents correct there's a and five dollar minimum wage in Atlanta I mean in Georgia
4: yeah because they're one of the few states in in the country right now uh, uh, I think there's a couple others who uh, escape me right now but Georgia is definitely one of the states that pay below their the federal minimum wage wow. so I was hearing stories of I was hearing stories of folks who were working like two or three or four jobs sometimes and still not being able to pay their bills and like, being financially unable to provide care for their loved ones, you know? And it's mm-hmm. it's crazy. It's really, like, soul-crushing. Mm-hmm. Which is why, the, like, I'm really, like... I I, this is why, like, I... Like, joining the union was the best decision that I've ever made.
2: So, tell me, um... When you're in the room with the guy getting uh-huh. the tube of his penis... Uh... And he doesn't even know what's going on. What are you feeling in that moment or like do you feel removed from the situation because you're there very much doing a professional job and so you're almost emotionally taken out of it maybe in that sense or or well, are you fully there I mean, like how, like tell me how you're experiencing it
4: well, I mean, I I do gotta say that like I had I had to make a phone call to my folks after the day was over and tell them that like I I'm thankful for certain decisions they made when I was a child, because uh, the catheter uh, my client wasn't circumcised, so like we had trouble finding his urethra, and uh, what I, I what I was feeling was I'm trying to I, I don't want to like. I have an emotional stake in this because, you know, I want, if, you know, if I'm ever in a position where someone has to take care of me, I want someone who's going to want, who's present, you know, who's like, who mm-hmm. cares about what's happening to me, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I I wanted to, like, I wanted to put a brave face on for him, but at the end of the day, it's just, you know, I have to, like, avoid staring at the old man wiener. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and I it's like, just, I feel like it's, that's it's, not a
2: difficult thing to avoid staring at.
4: No, I mean like it, it's it's kind of, it, it's not that hard. I, it's like you kind of look off into the middle distance and you think about your life for a little while, and you think you're going to be doing this for forty years, and mm-hmm. um, and then by the time that's all over with, you kind of like have to like okay, back to you know. Kind of, you, there's a lot of times where like it's like it's just there's a lot, I have to have a lot of like I don't want to necessarily say cognitive dissonance, but. Um, there are times where, like, I kind of have to, like, like when, I, like, because I also do, like, kind of like light housework too. So, like, sometimes if I'm just sweeping or mopping or something. I kind of just, like, I kind of zone out, you know. But okay, yes, no, I, no, like, no, no. Like, that, that,
2: that, that, that's kind of what I was referring to. Is like you're doing your best. To be present because it's important to you i mean i don't think you would be doing this shit if it wasn't something you really cared about it doesn't seem like oh, something god, you no. just got into to make a check so yes you want to be present but i think that obviously with something like that if you were you know it, it, it wouldn't be atrocious to me for you to have to employ some dissonance every once in a while just to keep yourself sane you know what i'm saying just oh from, god just yeah to keep yourself from burning out um, so tell me this, uh, how much longer do you see yourself doing this for? Are you hoping to have a, you know, lifelong career as a, as a caregiver? Like, what do you see in your horizons?
4: Um, well, I'm still, I, 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 I see myself doing this for at least the next like couple of years, like two, three years. Um, mm-hmm. my, my, my ultimate goal is I, I, I want to. I, like I, I was, I was saying earlier, I work pretty regular with my union, so I'm hoping to transition from the the field, as they call it, to uh, uh, to more of like a staff position with my union. Because right now, it's kind of, I'm kind of working, like the, I I do kind of both, you know. Like right now, I do the caregiving, and then on certain days, I do like training orientations for other caregivers who are first kind of, you know, the orientation training for them and um, I'm hoping to do, like, actually, I have an internship up, coming up with them at the start of next year, and they'll, I'll have to take, like, a leave of absence, and, um, and, like, hopefully, like, that kind of takes me a little further, but, because it's, like, it, it I, like my, my clients vary, for, like, the hours vary between them, so I only, like if I only have one client in a week, I they only have so many hours, and I only work those so many hours. So with with if I have a staff position, I'll have like a forty hour, basically a guaranteed forty hour work week. Um, plus, and like I get to complain about capitalism and get paid for it, so I can't really sneeze
2: that. Um, do you feel like you on a daily basis have a better Like you're more in touch with what life is going to be like when you're old. And then does that influence your actions? Like when you are around so much uh, uh, aging and, and death, you know, in your daily life, does it compel you to be like, Listen, one day I'm going to be a guy in a bed getting a tube up his penis that doesn't have any fucking idea what's going on. So, fuck it. I'm going to go do this thing I want to do or that thing I want to do. Like, Does that closeness with your fate, all of our fates, uh, compel you in any direction in your day-to-day life?
4: I mean, I definitely... I'm more conscious of like like my diet and like like kind of like the on the daily day to day like like I'm a little more careful with like my health I guess in that respect but sure, yeah. like at the end of the day I, I still have a life to live you know and like I've always kind of maintained that um, you know like life is too long and too short to really uh, not that you shouldn't worry about consequences of course but um, I mean, like you're like you only have today, so it's like you know I I don't I, like there's a, a I, I forget who who actually said this quote, but I have always kind of lived by the philosophy of the philosophy of I'd rather be 77 and dead and, and have like a lot of good life experiences, and I I over being like 112 and bored and talking about the weather. So it's like I want to have those life experiences. Like, I'm already, like, as a caregiver, I'm kind of already planning mm-hmm. the uh, Because, you know, like, with the folks who have, like, Alzheimer's and dementia, they remember core memories more so than, like, kind of yeah. like the... Uh, also, I feel so, like by
2: 112, like you're probably getting, like, double penetrated by needles in the penis at that point. I'm sure you have, like...
4: Oh, you're At least four getting, different like, needles in every and,
2: hole in your body by 112.
4: I mean, like... It's like if you're eating McDonald's every day and like kind of just putting garbage into our, your body, that is more than likely. Like you know, like if like if the biomechanics of your particular physiology uh, put you in that position. Uh, I mean, like if, if if you're working out and you're doing like your, I don't want to sound like a like a health nut or nothing, but I um not know. Well, Reese, Reese, I
2: was gonna go to McDonald's after this, but after hearing about. Uh, all of this. No dude, totally. Stuff.
4: Totally
2: on to the McDonald's uh... dude. Oh no. Oh no. You've definitely convinced you don't, me you not don't to be a Um Reese man, listen, uh you're doing a great thing. I'm sorry to hear that uh uh fucking minimum wage for this is like five dollars. That's crazy to me. Um well I and, mean I mean it's a good Illinois, on you for so I'm, I'm... for uh you know I uh, yeah well I you, you work out of Illinois?
4: Yeah, the 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 minimum wage in Illinois for uh, for someone in my position is uh, fifteen dollars an hour, which Still is why too like uh, I. Yes, I agree. Like I, our 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 jobs kind of, we're like one step below a CNA. So we do pretty much all. We we don't do any of like the medical stuff, but we do pretty much all the heavy lifting, and uh, like our job, like I, we at very minimum deserve thirty dollars an hour, and like um, and then you know going up from there. You know,
2: Reese, is there anything else you want to say to the people of the computer before we go? Um,
4: I just hope anyone that is in the vicinity of our voices, uh, I hope they consider joining a union because uh, in in any states that are right to work states, you're guaranteed to make less money because of corporate greed. And by joining a union, uh, you you put a, a stop to the organized banditry of the working class uh, with the force of organized labor and I couldn't do I couldn't do what I'm doing without a union. So that's that's my soapbox.
2: Well thank you very much for uh, all of your hard work Reese you have a good rest of the day.
4: Likewise thank you thank you for all your hard work Lyle and I, I'm trying I, man. Hey, remember, it's, it, life is a, it's not a narrative. It's a series of poems.
2: Hmm. I'm going to think about that.
4: Yeah, it keeps me going. Take care, Reese. Yeah, have a good rest of your night, man. Love you.
2: I want to join the... Uh, I guess I, I I have to start the Therapy Gecko Union. I don't know how many other people there are that uh dress up as a gecko and uh talk to people on the phone. But maybe I should find however many other people that exist in the world that do it and ask for more money, goddammit. We need more money to buy more candy. Actually, I feel like I'm 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 off of candy now. Thanks to Reese. He convinced me otherwise. I like Reese. Reese was a good guy. Reese Reese was like a very, he had very pure intentions with his life. Uh, nice of him to help folks. You know, it's hard. It's hard when you want to do a thing not for money and just because you feel compelled to it. And then you're rewarded with that with not a lot of money. But uh, I'm glad to hear that the union has been, been good for Reese. He was talking about a whole bunch of stuff about capitalism and everything. And I don't, I'm stupid. And I don't read any books and I don't look at the, you know, I don't look at books and stuff. So I don't know what is going on, but I hope he fixes whatever bad thing is going on in that realm. And I trust him to do so. Because um, I don't know what I'm talking about, so I don't, I don't think I can do it. Join the Therapy Gecko Union. Hello. Hello. What's up? How's it going?
0: Oh, It's going all right, man. How's it going? How are you doing, Dick? I just jumped on the stream a while ago and got lucky enough to get on. I called in so many times. So many times.
2: Mm.
0: Holy cow. Um, I'm, I'm kind of nervous.
2: No, don't be nervous. Don't be nervous. We're, I don't even know what we're doing here. Um. Me neither. What's up? What's up, man? How can I, how can I get you
0: today? Uh, so I have some odd fetishes that I, I can't, I just, I can't come to accept them. You know what I'm saying?
2: Okay. What are the fetishes?
0: Um, I, I like, like cucking, you know?
2: What is tucking?
0: It's like, <laughs> oh, goddamn.
2: Is tucking like what Buffalo Bill does in that one movie where you take your balls and penis and you tuck it behind your thighs?
0: <laughs> no, I'm not into that specifically, but I've never seen Buffalo Bill, so I'm not really. Wait a
2: minute. Are you saying tucking or cucking? Cucking. Oh, okay. It says, okay, the call screener wrote tucking. Um.
0: Oh yeah, that's why she said it wasn't that weird.
2: Okay. Um. Are you, into, are you <laughs> okay, so so you're not are right, So you're not into tucking.
0: I'm not into tucking. No.
2: And I'll say this: I think Buffalo Bill was a weird guy, but not because of that. I don't think that factored into his. I think the murdering of people. He was a cannibal. Yeah, time. yeah, yeah. I think the mur- the murdering and eating of people made him a weird guy. But if it was just the tucking, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Anyway, okay, so you like cucking. You like being cucked.
0: Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, okay. exactly.
2: Well, what do you like about it?
0: Oh, I don't know. Man. It, just, it it just It's just like the sexual, I don't know. It's just, it just gets me going, you know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? You know, I, um, I, I think it, it it stems from a, a weird place. Certainly. So just
2: for those who don't know, cucking, I'm clearing up the tucking, cucking thing. Tucking and cucking. What if you tucked and then got cucked? That would be crazy. All right.
0: That That—that would be crazy and probably extra, stupid. you know, erotic. No, no. Extra erotic. Cool.
2: I agree. That could be a new thing for you. You should try that next time you're getting cucked. Okay. Cucking. I've never done is it. <laughs> you're in a, is when, you have a, when you're in a relationship with someone. And you like to watch yeah, yeah, yeah. them have sex with other people, correct?
0: Basically, yes. That's okay. A lot of variations, but that's that's certainly the. the
2: which var- the what, Tell job. me which variation you're the most into.
0: Honestly, a, a little bit of all of it, it. I don't know. Like I said, I can't. It's so hard to just sit here and talk about. It. I've never told anybody about it. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, and then again, it's well, not gonna,
0: like I have like a.
2: Go ahead um okay so you said there's a lot of variations of it T- describe to me which scenario like what variation of it is the your dream one like you have a girlfriend and she you know brings home a guy and she's like i'm not gonna fuck you tonight i'm gonna fuck this guy and the whole time she's like, "Fuck you, you suck." Like, is she like she's like being rude to you and then good to this guy, and that's turning you on? Is that the kind of scenario that you're in? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's okay. Fucked up. Why is it, but okay? So stay with me. Okay. Um, why do you think it's fucked up?
0: Uh, I don't. It's. I don't know. I guess it's just, it's just degrading, and it's like. It, I guess also, you know, I was kind of always taught that's not the way to be. You feel me? Is is. I don't know. Yeah. You know, you know, I live in the south, so it's like. It's a very looked down upon thing. It's like a taboo damn near, and I, and then that might add to the factor too that it's like a taboo. You know. Mm-hmm but I'm not sure. Right, the
2: fact that it's a taboo is making it even hotter.
0: Yeah, yeah, maybe. I th- maybe so. I think that's part of it, but the, the degradation part, the degradation part, that's definitely a big part of it too, you know? Okay. But, okay. but then again, that's like, like I said, I think it stems from somewhere, and I kind of know where it comes from, but it's just like, I'm not sure. Okay, you know, tell, me kind...
2: okay tell me where you kind of think it comes from.
0: I think from how I was treated when I was young, probably.
2: Okay. How were you treated when you? And uh, and how? If you want, feel like talking.
0: Yeah, yeah, it? yeah. Do what now?
2: I said, how are you? If you were comfortable with telling us, how were you treated when you were young that you feel like is related to this?
0: I, I just very degrading. You know what I'm saying? It's like wasn't so much physical. It was very. I guess, like, emotional or kind of verbal, you know, if that makes any sense.
2: Hmm. And so your parents were verbally degrading to you?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, and it's almost like I kind of... It, it, like, brings back some feeling from when mm. I was young. It's so weird. It's very strange when, when I think about it, because, like I said, I've never done it. And maybe I couldn't handle it. But then again, I'm mm. afraid it's going to... You know kind of affect the way I can make relationships going forward and i and i I'm not making very many relationships you know in, in general friends are like platonic or you know whatever romantic hmm. do you watch like cuck porn yeah, sometimes mm-hmm. actually, yeah, I do I just do <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um. Well, I think the shame. I mean, this is how you feel. This is it. This is the yeah, truth. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, There's definitely the shame there. Right well, you're telling me the truth right yeah, now. A hundred,
0: a hundred percent, Gek. I'm not. I would not lie to you. I actually watched the stream a while the other day where like some dude did it, and he wouldn't yeah. go through with it. And you were talking about that. It's from from a minute ago. But no, I wouldn't do that, Gek. I, I really No, I know, no, no, no. no, no you you
2: know, you're 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 hearing me wrong right now. I'm not asking you that you're telling the, I'm I'm restating the fact that you're telling the truth. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, no, not, I'm not, not questioning you.
2: Truth. I know you're telling the truth. Oh, okay, um, okay. And you're ashamed of the truth.
0: 100%. And the question is, yes. Are you
2: are you ashamed of the truth for a good reason?
0: I don't know. You know, like I said, I don't know if it's like, uh, it's just, I can't come to accept it. I don't know if it's like, you know, it's like those weird emotions stemming from how I was kind of degraded, but I was expected to be this certain thing, you know, like kind of, uh, you know, what a a man's supposed to be. You you know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Can
2: I ask you something?
0: Yeah, what's up? how did
2: just how do you feel right now being on the phone and talking to me about it
0: a, it, a bit a bit terrified if i'm gonna be honest with you it just I, mean, I and I'm anonymous like you know what I'm saying I know nobody knows it's just mm-hmm. talking to you and you talked about some pretty fucked up shit you know mm-hmm. I just, it's just still it, it it's like its whoo it's it's still i am i'm still trying to get over it but it's just like saying it out loud you know
2: do you? Do, I mean, does any part of you feel relieved to talk about it?
0: I definitely feel it's nice it definitely is nice talking about it just because I've been able to say it, you know, I don't tell anybody I have people that I'm really close to and I just don't talk about it. Plus it's like I, I hear a lot of people I'm close to kind of talking about how it's you know, they, I don't know, I don't know how to explain. I don't know how to explain it, but you know what I'm saying. Are were
2: you about to say that you feel people around you talking about how it's weird or talking about?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know how to explain okay. it. So they just talk about how it's it's weird or it's like, oh, who the fuck would do that? You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Or they make yeah. fun of the idea, and I'm like, I get it, I get it. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I get where they're coming from because I have the same emotions toward it, even though I'm into it, you know? Okay, but I, but can we,
2: but just, I want to, like, challenge for a second the, the emotions that you have to it that you've picked up from your friends, because what really is behind those emotions? Like, like, tell me what, tell me in your words how you think your friends
0: view this. It's, it's not just my friends either, but it, it's family, it's all that sort of thing. And yes, how, there's how a culture. Yes,
2: are? it's used as an insult. Being a cuck, there is a cultural, societal, right, whatever right. thing about it. And and what what is the origin of? What is your view of of that perspective? What is your explanation of that perspective?
0: I I don't I don't know where it comes from, um, but I just know that it's. It's, it's what I've, I guess I've always heard coming, coming up, you know, just growing up and stuff. That's just how, how people view it, you know, it's mm-hmm. very,
2: but no, what I'm asking, I'm not asking you where that perspective comes from. Like, what is it? I'm not, like, what, what is your friend's perspective on being a cuck?
0: Oh, they, they think that, that, you know, the same, it's just, it's disgusting. It's, it's weird. It's all that shit. You know, they think that that's what they think about it, you know? You talk okay. about that sort of shit
2: sometimes. Okay, so real quick, what? Let's go into why. Why is it weird? Why is it disgusting?
0: I I don't know. I guess it's it's a. Uh, you know, I don't. Oh fuck, I don't know. I guess it's because you're. I guess you know, guys are supposed to be a. Uh, not submissive or some shit like that. I mean, I don't really buy into that sort of shit, but obviously because there
2: is no real fucking reason as to why it's weird as a opposed- and the, the 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 that perspective that your friend has is built on a faulty foundation. It's built on nothing. It's built on a societal perception of how you as a guy are supposed to be, and that perception was also built off of absolutely nothing. And the truth very true, it? is that you feel how you feel, and you're really not hurting anybody, and you're really not doing anything malicious. And all that really matters is, is this thing n- in any way negatively impacting your life? And I don't know the answer to that.
0: Um, well, I mean, I suppose they, it's not neg- negatively affecting my life. Like I said, I am not—I don't really have any sort of relationship right now. So it's, it's nothing. I've, like I said, I haven't tried it yet, but I mean, the, the, it's, its I don't know. It's like a, a, I don't know. It's a bit, of uh, I don't want to say addictive. I guess it's not just that, but it's like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, can't get away from the idea it's, it's just always in my it pops up in my head at weird times
2: and shit James um just listen if i can tell you this that your friends or your family or the people around you in your community <sighs> the the weirdness it's it's not based off of anything real so don't listen to it cut cut all the other people's perceptions of you and what you're into and Whatnot, just cut it out because it's not important. And all that's really important is how you feel about you and how you feel about these things. And I hope that the way mm-hmm. you feel about things is built on a foundation of that, that really fucking means something. Because right now, you're feeling all this shame that's based off of not living up to other people's expectations of how a man should be, of how a relationship should be. And nobody gets to decide those things. There's so much people trying to fucking dictate how other people should live, how other people should go about their lives, and it's just such a stupid fucking thing, James. And you shouldn't be feeling shame about other people's dictations of how you should be as a human being.
0: I appreciate that, brother. I appreciate it. And I and I shouldn't. And I don't on most things, just I don't know. It's like I said, this one's just one I really, really struggle to to just accept, you know. And
2: I'm but fucking, I think I'll I'm sad like to hear that nobody's told you that.
0: It, I definitely haven't heard that and I appreciate the shit out of you. I really do. But um it's just it's, it's just so hard to accept. I don't know. You ever been to a real therapist? I'm
2: sorry. I said, have you ever been to a real therapist?
0: I have, but not about this specifically. And did you not? There's also did you, not tell,
2: did you intentionally not tell them?
0: Um, I mean, it's been a while. I mean, I did have these kind of things, but I just kind of just kind of didn't didn't think about it. Kind of stuffed it down a bit. Had a lot of other other, other issues that were kind of affecting me at the, that, that, that point in time, you know? So we didn't really get into that. We talked about the more, um, upfront kind of issues, you know, like what I, the problems I was having right then, or that were more, that were negatively affecting me worse at the time, you know? I mean, I I could talk about other things too. I just, that This is just one that I figured, you know, I'd, I'd rather be anonymous to, to get on yes. about.
2: Sure. Um, I think next time if you do go to therapy, I think you should talk about this. Um, because hopefully, because the thing is, if it's something that stemmed from like your parents and you need to go in and... Like work through the, 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 the traumas of the past I think that's important but um, as f- I, I, if you could take anything away from this conversation um, and again I'm sad to hear that the town that you live in and your friends and your family are imposing their ideas of how you should be upon you I'm sad to hear that. Mm-hmm. So if you just take if you take anything away from this conversation, I hope it's that you d- don't have to live by that. Do you understand I, what I'm saying?
0: I think I'll take. Yeah, I'll take that with me. I appreciate that. I really do. It makes okay, me feel a lot do. better. I really do
2: Okay, please do. And please do. I, can, I don't. I could say like more words now but I'd rather you just like focus on that and think about that every day that you 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 don't have to live by these people in your small towns um ideas of what is and is not weird and acceptable um and you're a young dude you said you're 19 um, the faster you focus on abandoning those, the quicker you will live uh, a much nicer life for yourself. So I hope you do.
0: I, I absolutely will. And I try. I really appreciate it. Like I said, I, I, like I never, I just never talked about it and I, this helps so much. I, I appreciate you guys.
2: Good. I'm really glad to hear that. I'm glad that you, uh, 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 were were courageous enough to uh, share this stuff, um, and I hope you are are more comfortable with it in the future. Is there anything else that you want to say to the people of the computer before we go, James?
0: Um, no. Uh, other than I appreciate the shit out of you. Uh, James isn't my name actually, but thank you so much, Gag. Uh You have a great night, brother. I appreciate you. Hey, you too, man. Love you. Take care.
2: Fuck, man. Ah oh, man, I I fucking I don't know. You know what it is? Maybe this sounds douchey, but I'm gonna say it because I've been thinking about it. In my little internet therapy gecko world, and also my parents and my friends, they're all. Everyone in that sphere is very. They are. They're open minded people and i'm really grateful and lucky for that and i think with calls like the one i just had they key me into remembering like oh fuck you know there's folks like james who are not as lucky to have the the de facto sentiment around them be as supportive and it keys me into that and um, I I hope because I don't know. Sometimes I say all the cliche hippie shit of like, well, you don't have to um, be so invested in other people's opinions of you, and blah blah blah. And I think I'm so engulfed in my own sphere, being very supportive, that in my head I'm like, well, everyone already knows that, don't they? And then I, you know, get a call like that where I'm like, oh, fuck, there's folks like James who live in who in their own spheres. The de facto sentiment is not open minded and supportive. Um, and that fucking makes me sad. So I hope um, I don't know. I really do. I hope um, uh, that he does take that shit to heart and think about it. I've been asked before. I have a friend and he asked me. He was like, "Do you really care about helping people?" Cuz I don't it's a complete a, there's a, that's a complicated answer to that question. And here's what I think. In that moment, in the, over the course of that phone call, I really was engaged. I was like, I really want to help this guy. But when i get off of this when i hit when i stop recording i'll probably never think about him again that's kind of where i land about on that it's like in the moment that i'm on the phone with this guy it's like really important to me and then that's all i've got and then i can't care outside of that cuz it would be inhuman i think that's the truth but fuck, as I'm talking about right now, I really, f- I hope I hope he, I hope, hope he took that shit. I hope that that call helped him. I did. I really do. And you know what? In his honor, I'm going to go home and watch some cuck porn tonight as well. Hey, folks. This episode is sponsored by Factor Meals. I'm actually a huge fan of Factor, and it's been a large part of my weight loss journey this year. I've been using them before they sponsored the podcast, and their service is great. I hate cooking so much. And Factor makes it very easy to eat healthy, delicious food that I can whip up in the microwave or the air fryer. I'm a big fan of Factor classics such as the shredded chicken taco bowl, the Indian butter chicken, and who could forget the creamy tomato pork chop. I've been trying to count calories and lose weight and all that stuff, and Factor makes it very easy because the calorie counts and the macros are listed right on the box. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Head to factormeals.com slash gecko50 and use the code gecko50 to get 50% off. That's code gecko50 at factormeals.com slash gecko50 for 50% off. Hey.
3: Hey.
2: Hey. Hey, what's your name? Am I on? Hayden. Hayden. What's going on, Hayden?
5: Not a whole lot. Am I on?
2: Um, Hayden, it it says here you wanted to talk about food. I do. You sound wildly
5: different on the phone than you do in your podcast.
2: What kind of food do you want to talk about?
5: I wanna I wanna I wanna talk about uh, pizza. I, I have a topic about it. I'm very passionate about. I, I want to share it with
2: you. You you called in to my podcast to talk to me about pizza.
5: I did. I, I did. I did.
2: Oh, I would love I said, to talk about I've pizza. What? Times. To, no, please. I would love to talk about pizza. What do you want to talk? What about pizza?
5: Um, I, I want to talk about how triangle cut pizza is superior in every way, shape, and form compared to square cut.
2: Okay. Um, I have my personal thoughts about this, but go ahead and tell me what your theory is.
5: Um, My biggest thing, right? Let's say you're at a gathering with a very large group of people and they order six boxes of pizza and it's all square cut. You're one of the first people in there. You don't know how many slices to grab. It's impossible. You don't know what percentage of pizza to take. It's annoying. But if it's triangle kite, you just take two slices, and then you're done with it. And then like get go back when there's everyone has gotten their slices because there's still going to be leftovers. Yeah. But you start with two, and then you get more later.
2: You know what you are touching on is the 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 well known ambiguity of square pizza. Versus the relative certainty of triangle cut pizza. Because um, two slices of triangle cut pizza is the generally agreed upon serving size. However, there is no widely accepted generally agreed upon serving size for square pizza. That's why... Uh, whenever I order a square pizza, I could find myself eating the whole thing. That's actually not why. I, I do yeah. that because I um, it, I I don't care about my body. But um, it's true. You don't really know how many slices to take. You have to kind of do – it's like the metric system. You have to um, kind of uh, uh, find the equation of how many slices of square pizza add up to be – a uh, triangle cut slice of pizza. Do you have a number for that yourself?
5: Um, not personally, because I will typically avoid getting square cut pizza whenever I can. Um, the other big thing about it is a common argument I get that, oh, it's nice and it's nice. it's easy to eat. But no, it's not. There are some, like if you're getting maybe Marion marion's pizza the little tiny squares those are all right but most of them are not bite-sized and i also find what you were saying earlier about you just you it it, it feels like you're eating less so you just eat the whole
2: pizza kind yeah thing. yeah and i and that's what i was going to say as like a pro but i don't know why that I, like, when that when that thought first came to my mind it, it appeared to me as a, as, a, as a positive as to why I prefer square pizza but uh, now now I think it has a, it is actually a negative I think it's good to know how much you are consuming so I'm on your side
5: I, I yeah I've been very vocal about this with all my friends about arguing about it and it has definitely come back to bite me because in every social gathering that I'm a part of where pizza is involved, I am a plain cheese guy. Love just the classic, like just cheese, nothing else.
2: Okay, hold yeah. like, on. When you say when you say you bring this up into every conversation and it is um, affected you negatively, do you do you think it has anything to do with your stance on pizza, or do you think mm-hmm. it's because you don't talk about anything else?
5: No, no, I talk about other things. But if like okay. we ever talk, if we ever get into the food debate. I, I just have, like, a list of several hot takes on different types of food. And this is the most uh, – this is the one that gets people the most riled up. But every time I'm in a situation where there's pizza and a group of my friends, they will exclusively get my cheese pizza square cut. And everything else is triangle cut, but they do it to me and, and it's funny, but
2: <laughs> – And what do, you ha- what do you think about uh, what's going on with uh, Israel and Palestine?
5: <gasps> oh. What, what do I, um, man, I'm not, I'm not too sure.
2: There is somebody freaking out in the background. Is everything okay with, with this person?
5: Yeah, that, that is, that is, that is my fiance. Um, man, you are not going to believe this. I'm sitting in her I'm sitting with her in labor and delivery. Uh,
2: she's not giving birth, <laughs> but we are just right now. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold and... on, hold on, hold on. Your wife is is writhing in pain with contractions no, no, in the background no. while you are on the phone with a gecko debating about no. whether or not square-cut pizza is better than triangle pizza?
5: No, no. So What are, are in you labor doing? She's... She... She's not giving birth right now. We got a couple weeks until that happens. We're here for just a normal checkup. She's talking to me about uh, food for McDonald's, which is what we're going to do
2: once we leave. <laughs> so I'm I'm like your break from having to deal with your pregnant wife.
5: It's not really a break, no. She's, 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 she's wonderful.
2: Let me talk to her real quick.
5: You want to talk to her?
2: <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, she's flipping me off. I'm be honest. I don't think she wants
5: me to talk. She's not.
2: No, she's not mad at me. She's off. mad at I'll you.
5: Oh yeah. I feel like I'll die if I give you give her this phone. I'll be honest.
2: No, no, trust me. You should you should give her the phone. I should give her the phone. You should give her the phone.
5: She's giving me that look like I will die if I give her
2: the phone. No, 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 no. no. This is gonna this is gonna go very well for everyone involved. Do you want to talk to the, the
5: therapy gecko? He said no. (laughs) I honestly, when I called in, um, I haven't been watching the stream. I just called like a couple minutes before you went live so I could get in the queue. And I was like, I swear if this is the time that he picks up my call, I don't know if I'll be able to take it, but no, no, this is fine.
2: Hayden? Yeah? Go Go be with your wife. I am with my wife. Okay. All right, I'll talk to you later, Hidden.
0: All
5: right, see ya. All right, bye.
2: Love a guy who has his priorities in line.